Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Willicombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Leon, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. And can you say Josh Whittacombe? Josh Whittacombe. Well done. There we go. That was solid. Yeah, solid stuff. Hey, hello. Oh, my God. Hello, guys. I discovered your podcast a couple of months ago. Do you want to have a guess where they're from? Let me read the message. Hello, guys. I discovered your podcast a couple of months ago, and you've been playing in my car almost every day since. I'm also amazed at how similar life is with kids seems to be all over Europe. My son, Leon, loved the little task and made me record several versions. He's bilingual in English and the language of this country. Probably pronounced your names better than me. That is from Xenia. Where's Xenia from? Xenia is from North Macedonia. Wow. So she, but she's not she, She's not from North, North Macedonia. She, Yeah, she is. They're, they're, they're a mass, they're, uh, he's bilingual in English and Macedonian. Oh, my Lord. Greetings and hugs from Skopel. That's, so people are listening to this in Macedonia. That's good, isn't it? It's really good. They're in the they're in the World Cup, weren't they? The Euros or whatever it was last time for the first time, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't hold myself to that. That is bad knowledge. No, they, 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 no, they are. I think yeah. But there's a North Macedonia, but no South Macedonia for sort of complicated reasons that I don't think we really need to get into. Do you not think we should go into do a deep dive on in this podcast? What into the sort of regional debate in North Macedonia next to Kosovo yeah. and Albania? No, exactly. No. We could start with the breakup of Yugoslavia and just work from there. Well, I think the argument is it's North Macedonia because someone else has land that Macedonia says is South Macedonia. Should we stop talking? Yes. <laughs> How are you, Rob? How's parenting? That is what we're looking for. Well, it's a bit stressful this morning. I am good to like, know. Basically, I record this in like a little like a sort of office in the end of the garden, but one of them sort of garden yeah. offices, which is sort of like wood with 
big glass doors on the front, which yeah, means hot. that are hot, but the sun beats down on it. So it gets so hot in the morning. So normally I'll pop in here about an hour before and I've got this little air conditioner unit that I turn on and it cools it down or I open the windows and all that. But because you wanted to record this slightly earlier, I've come in at the hottest it's ever been. Oh, and I feel oh like I'm word. on holiday. Um, so I'm a bit Could hot. Could you open the door? Yeah, but if I open the door too wide, it's too loud. And also, Lou's gone for a dog walk, and I've got two children on iPads in the house. Oh, well. So I'm oh, juggling. Well. I'm spinning plates here today, Josh. Oh, my word. So, so what are the chances you're going to make it through this podcast? Absolutely zero. And I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> the storage on their fire screens, whatever they're called, the message come up critically low. Oh, no. And I, but I don't... How can an iPad be critically... Whatever it's called, device can be critically... What have they got on there? I don't know, but it's basically there's an adult account under Lou Beckett. Then there's yeah. one for each of them, but then they keep swapping them over, and and then we're we're downloading duplicates of games. But they just the good thing about the kids one is they can just download whatever they want for free. But it doesn't really they never get any like adult stuff because it's really it's quite secure. By adult stuff, you might don't mean like adult stuff, do you? No, I mean, I mean, like anything with mature content, which sounds even filthier. Um, but you know, yeah. yeah, there may be some swearing or other things. But um, yeah. yeah, so they just download stuff. But now I don't know how to work it because I don't really. You, I only work use Apple stuff. Oh, you are you're an old person. You're my dad being unable to put the time on the video. And me thinking, I'll never be like that. And now you're like that, right? Yeah, but I could do it on one one system. I'm like, I, I think, like, there just needs to be a system. There <laughs> just needs to be a system that we all know. Just buy them Apple products, Rob. That's what I've done. I just think Bill Gates and whoever's in charge, Tim Cook, is he in charge of Apples now? I he, don't he know. Should be, he should be Apples. He's in charge of Apples. He's in charge of Windows. Oh, do you? <laughs> Just all have a sit down and surely Apple Window can just be a nice big company with one system. (laughs) Just all have a sit down and go, it's been a fun 40 years, but now let's come to some kind of... Silicon Valley. Let's let's all come. Let's let's, let's get rid of... Let's fill the valley with a long, big load of water, the one system. (laughs) I just don't like life at the moment. There's no. so many things. I've got to go to Leeds in a minute. Why have you got to go to Leeds? I'm doing my tour and my tour. Oh, God. So it's like, I love doing the show, but the travelling's killing me, Josh. It's so brutal. Oh, I was the opposite. Oh, you like the travelling? Oh, I love the travelling. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love the travelling, sitting on the train like Michael Portillo. Yes, please. <laughs> My dream life would be that um, I wake up in the morning, I do the podcast with you about nine-ish, and then about yeah. half eleven, I walk to the end of my road, about a three-minute walk, and there's a theatre there that I do a show in every day, and every day there's a different audience that have been busting from different parts of the country, and I do my show at them, and then three minutes later, I'm back on my sofa. That's the ultimate dream. Do you know what my dream life would be, Rob? Mm. Doing nothing. <laughs> do none of it. <laughs> Well, no, you get bored, though. What very, you, okay. It's very polite of you to say you do the podcast, Rob, in your dream life. <laughs> I like it's it. It's very polite of you. I like it as well, Rob. I like it as well. <laughs> but do I like it as much as being on holiday? That's the question. Yeah, but then it? if you was on holiday all the time, wouldn't you get bored? What Say, so what would you do? Now, say if they said, Josh Riddicum, uh you are not allowed. Here's an X millions. amount of money. You, yeah, you've won the Euro Millions. You don't have to do anything for an entire year, and you're not even allowed to go to work. What would you do? Um... Oh, God. Do you think I'd panic? Would that you, be in You're character? panicking now. You're panicking now. And yeah, it's not I'm real. panicking now. <laughs> um, I'd probably, day one, I'd think I'm going to go for a coffee and read a book. And then about 11am, <laughs> I'd go, that's that done. 
I've wanted to do that for a decade. Right. Now yeah. I've done it, and it's not as good as I thought. Okay, yeah. so you've done I don't that, even drink coffee. Why have I done that? I'm going to come down <laughs> about 4pm, feel really depressed. <laughs> and then you'd watch a Blur documentary, wouldn't you? Watch a Blur documentary on my own. And then I'd go, what am I doing with my day? I've got to do something with this. I'd maybe go to the gym. It would all be stuff. I mean, what am I doing? I've won the Euro Millions. I'm going to the gym. Buy a fucking quad bike. Have some... <laughs> Get a field, mate. Fuck's sake. Have a bit of ambition. <laughs> so you've had the Euro Millions. You've had a bowling alley in your house for the love of God. <laughs> your own popcorn machine in the cinema room. Yeah, exactly. always, I always look at that. You know when you see MTV Cribs and people have got a cinema room and a popcorn maker? I'm yeah. like, who's going to want that dusty popcorn that you make once every year? <laughs> oh, mate, it's up there with my pizza oven. It's up there with my pizza oven. Oh my god! Uh, but no, I'm all right though. But I'm just—it's—I'm um, feel, feeling the burn of the travelling. What do you do with your travel? What do I do with it? Like, could you use it for search? Could you make your travel more entertaining? I—I I struggle. I can't do any work on the train. Um, no. I, I do a lot of. I tell you what, I've been listening to this Michael Seeley sort of like. Um, he's like a, on YouTube and he's a very calming it's supposed to be like hypnosis but I don't think it is but oh, yeah. it's supposed to calm you to go to sleep if I'm in, if I'm in a car for a long time or on a train I can't, um, I'll listen to that and it'll help me go to sleep but if I'm in my bed and I try and listen to it I won't go to sleep how does that work? oh well, I tell you what Rob don't talk to me about sleep okay. I've had I, I, you've, you've got a little preview I texted you last night <laughs> I'm very excited had, to hear the full story to this I've had a fucking shocker <laughs> So, you know, I can't sleep in hotels when I'm away. Yeah. So I went to the doctor, got prescribed some uh, sleeping pills Yeah. to take when I'm away in a hotel. Right, so that seems quite extreme. No, because I can't sleep at all, Rob. I've tried everything. You're just tossing and turning all night? I've tried all the herbal stuff, all the over-the-counter stuff, and it doesn't right. work. And particularly if I'm working at 8am the next morning, I could be up literally two hours sleep kind of situation. Right, so you'll be tossing and turning until you're absolutely exhausted and crash yeah. out about five or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so at home, I'm fine, or I yeah. was, right? And these have got, they don't give side effects to many people, these sleeping pills. Right, okay. Like 1% of people, apparently. So you've had them, and did, they, did you go to sleep? Oh, four of the best night's sleep I've ever had in a hotel, Rob. Really? Yeah. Feeling fine the next day. Metallic taste in the mouth, I can deal with that. What's and side that? effects go, that's not the end of the world. The first night, I, I woke up, had some water in the morning. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this water? This is horrible. And then I realised everything tasted metal. But Hang on, so, uh, did food taste of metal as well? Well, I had to go with stronger tasting food than water. Once you, once you had something with taste, it, it would outdo the metal. Yeah, it's great. I've had eight hours sleep and then a vindaloo to start the day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
So how much sleep did you get in the hotel? Like seven or eight hours a night. Oh, great, okay. great stuff. Are you feeling good the next day? Are you feeling energised? Yeah, totally fine. Are you doing more in the day that you're like, come on? Yeah, I, I'm feeling good. Right, right, okay. Until then, I get home, Rob. Yeah. I've basically, I've gone mad. What, too much energy? Yes. I've <laughs> got so much energy this morning. Last night I only had three hours sleep. I can't sleep. <laughs> so now you can't sleep because you've slept too much. And I realised I've basically been the most anxious I've ever been for the last two and a half days. Right. And oh, then, so it's making you all anxious and sad. So we had a meeting, Rob. Yeah. Me and you, didn't we, about the yeah. book? Yeah, this is when I had suspicions about your, your current mental state. Yeah, how did I come across? You came across so intense and panicked. It felt like, you know, in like a disaster film and the scientist isn't being listened to. <laughs> In, the, the, in the, the meeting, what was weird about the meeting was the book's going really well. We're both enjoying writing it and you're well ahead. You've written your half because you've, yeah. you're busy the end of June and I've, I've written almost all of mine and I'm just sort of finishing it off in, you know, when it's due in in a couple of weeks. So we're in a really good place of it and it's, we're really happy. But you look, you look like a man who hadn't written a word. And you're like, okay, um, right, so, uh, okay, so it, the due date, uh, next two, two weeks, uh, so what we can do about that? And I was like, Josh, you've written your bit. <laughs> God, what's wrong? So get this, this is the weirdest side effect you'll ever hear, Rob. So last night, no, quite the opposite. And uh, last night, I'm too energised. No. Last night, I went to bed, and I was like, oh, where's my phone charger? And I thought, I'll, I'll just check in my suitcase. Because my suitcase from going away. And I picked yeah. it up and it was empty. And I was like, oh, wait, is that Rose's suitcase? I said to Rose, is that your suitcase? She was like, no, that's yours. You unpacked it yesterday. I was like, what? And I had no memory of unpacking the suitcase <laughs> at all. Right? And then I realised I barely remembered my meeting with you or what I yeah. did that morning. And then Rose Googled and short-term memory loss is one of the side effects. I basically couldn't remember. Monday or whatever day it was, Friday. <laughs> so you've got metal mouth, no memory and anxiety. I burst into tears last night for no reason. Just totally burst into tears. <laughs> sorry. That's just, I'm sorry. Have you ever read Michael Rosen's sad book? Michael Rosen, no. He's a, it's a children's, well, it's not a children's book. It's for all kinds of, it's for everyone dealing with grief. And I found it. And oh, it is God. the saddest thing you've ever read. And I was just crying. I was just crying <laughs> all evening, Rob. I'll be fine. But then I... So did you know that, did you know about the side effects of the medication at this point? No. So what's Rose thinking? Well, until the suitcase, Rose was like, I basically, I've, the anxiety I've had for the last two days has been out of this world, Rob. And been, <laughs> it's been insane. Building and building. Yeah, oh, building no. and building. And then just last night, just awful. I'll get through it. But at the moment, I, I feel like someone's going to have to listen to this podcast on 0.5 speed because I'm speaking faster than I ever normally speak. You do, yeah. So you've not taken any more tablets, though. No, now, I'm never stopped. doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> the memory loss thing is mad and do you know the worst thing about the suitcase Rose watched me unpack it on the day I got back and she kept saying to me after I'd said I don't remember unpacking it she kept going well it was out of character because normally you don't really get round to unpacking a suitcase and I was like this isn't a time to score points off me <laughs> like one of the side effects isn't that I'm more efficient at unpacking a suitcase that's just a coincidence 
Like, don't keep going, I thought it was weird you're unpacking a suitcase. That's not one of the issues. Imagine that. Yeah, Josh, I know you feel a bit sad, um, but you are a lot more efficient around the house now. So (laughs) shall we carry on with the tablets? So weird. It was so weird. But would Rose rather have you crying for no reason, but unpacking your bag? Um, I don't know. It was quite a weird evening last night. <laughs> I burst into tears about 9pm and didn't stop crying till about 10pm. So, I'm sorry. I, I feel bad for laughing, but it's because yeah. you know what it is. If you just came to me with this and it wasn't the medication, I'd be way more supportive. Yeah, of course. I'll be honest. I'm seeing the funny side. Oh, get this as well, Rob. You are really on... You're full of yeah, beans, aren't you? I know. I've only had three hours sleep. <laughs> get this. At the worst moment. So Friday, I come yeah. home. I've been filming a lot. I've then failed to... You know, I'm, I'm on edge. Rose goes out to pick up our daughter to take her to ballet at 3pm. Yep. And I'm like, I can just have a bit of a relax now. So she's taking the baby as well? No, but he was just, he was down for his nap, all right? Oh, right, okay. You know, our cat is just back from the vets. She's locked in our bedroom for uh, seven days. Yeah. <laughs> God, your house is is tough at the moment, isn't it? It's, it's tough at the moment, yeah. And so I go upstairs to go into the bedroom. I open the door. As I open the door, the cat, who is still in that jumper, shoots past me at top speed, right? Oh, no. Runs downstairs. I chase her downstairs. <laughs> the kitchen door's open. She runs out of the house. She, oh, no. She's not even allowed out of the bedroom. Jumps <laughs> up onto the fence and disappears into someone else's garden. And I'm like, I can't deal with this. I simply... <laughs> I'm not in the mental state to deal with this situation. Rose has kept the cat in all week while I've been away. The minute she leaves the house, I open the door. She doesn't just leave the bedroom. She manages to get out the fucking house. And now she's in someone else's garden. And then in a red s- jumper. In a red jumper. And then she's not going to be jumping on things. And then my son wakes up. And I'm like holding him, pacing forward and back. <laughs> Desperately calling out my cat's name as if that will make any fucking difference to anything. Beryl! Beryl! What is that? Oh my god. Give me your best Beryl. How do you call him? How do you call her? Beryl! Doing that. Nothing. Just going. And then I'm like. Shake some dreamies. Shake the dreamies. Yeah, Does that all work? that. Yeah, but she doesn't even want dry food. She's onto the wet food. You can't shake the wet food. I put yeah. it out. <laughs> squeeze it. Squeeze it. Squeeze the wet food. And then I'm like. I don't know whether I can phone Rose about this. Like, do I try and remedy the situation? But then I'm like, I can't keep this to myself. This is too stressful. <laughs> so, yeah, because you can't, there's no point texting her. She's at ballet. She can't I find know. her. I know. And all she's going to do is worry. So what did you do? I phoned, I phoned my agent. Because <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> who didn't. to talk to. Yeah, I you did. didn't. I did. Josh. I just Josh, I need didn't. to talk to someone about this. I've let a cat out of the house. Josh, what the fuck did your agent say? I had other thing. I had other things to talk to her about. So I just, I just weaved it into the conversation at the end. But you, so you, you pretended to ring her for work stuff. But she the texted real me about the work the thing, and I was like, I'll phone her back about this. And at the end of it, I can at least let go of the cat information to someone else. And what did, what did she say? Was she concerned? Not as concerned as I was. Did she, did she take a percentage of your worry? Fifteen <laughs> percent of my worry. <laughs> Oh, they take 15 years, do they? Okay. 
<laughs> um, oh my god, it was. Anyway, I, I phoned Rose. I just couldn't keep it to myself. Oh, so you phoned your agent and your wife because you lost the cat? Yeah. This is this is peak. This is peak performer Josh Whittaker here in absolute panic mode. And then Rose didn't give a shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, she was on a date with John, obviously. <laughs> oh, the other the other dad she keeps going out with. Well, no, she, they just take, the, they take our daughters to ballet. That's convenient. And nothing else? No, nothing else. Of course nothing else, Rob. No, but I don't know if there's other classes that um, Rose invents. No, there's no other classes. All oh, right, okay. So they just go and meet, meet at ballet every week and have a coffee while they're in ballet. Well, no. And you're at home it's crying, cuddling. You're at home crying, pacing, going, Beryl. <laughs> What's going on with my life? Oh, I had a nightmare this morning as well, Rob. You are. How much of this stuff did you take? Too much. Four pills. Over four nights. <laughs> you know the score. Do half and see how you feel. I felt great. That's why it was working. <laughs> That's the problem, isn't it? That's the problem. <laughs> You still feel like you're really energised. Yeah. So, uh, my daughter's got into um, the videos that, you know when your uh, phone does, like, photo montages set to music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it so, feels like the end of a funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got into watching them this morning. And obviously the problem with it is it's always, it's like pictures of her on Christmas Eve and then there's always a screen grab of, like, a comedian who sent an awful tweet that I've obviously screen grabbed to send someone else halfway through. <laughs> yeah. That's made the montage. <laughs> anyway, she did the Christmas Eve one, Rob. And I would say anyone listening to this who is listening with children, maybe fast forward the next two minutes, if that makes sense. Okay. So if you're listening with kids, stop listening for a moment. Um, she did the Christmas Eve one, Rob. Yeah. And there was a picture of the mince pie and the carrot. Yeah. And then yeah. there was a picture of me eating the mince pie and drinking the brandy. <laughs> She didn't put two and two together. She didn't put two two together. Thank God. She I didn't. She just thought you was eating a mince pie. Yeah. What we want. And having some oh, brandy. God. But I you was don't like, need oh that in a state God. of high anxiety. No, do you? you do not need that in the state of high anxiety. How the sleeping pills working out for you, Josh? Well, I've had eight hours sleep, but I've ruined Christmas. I've cried, and the cat's gone. Oh, what a what a disaster! What did what did your agent say though about the cat going missing as you weaved into the conversation? Yeah, she didn't really give any help per se but she did listen she's a very good listener you've got to bear in mind rob she's put up with me for 12 years now she's used to this kind of shit this isn't this isn't out of the blue this is the kind of shit she's putting in week in week out oh my god i i oh. you know the kind of shit where you get the impression she's probably catching up on emails. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, she, yeah. you're, you're actually, she, you're, she's actually muted you and she's talking to Romesh on her other ear. <laughs> exactly. Because he's lost his dog. Um, <laughs> this is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. 
This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. You shouldn't settle for just any old pair of leggings. You deserve something better, something designed with you in mind, like the new Inspire leggings by Kalia. Their most versatile collection yet, made for any workout. They're lightweight, buttery soft, breathable, and made with lycra adaptive fiber, which molds to your body for a barely there supportive fit. It's perfect for wherever your wellness routine takes you. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Well, um, talking about unpacking bags, um, I want get, to get your opinion on this, okay? So talking about packing a suitcase, we went to the zoo overnight, and Lou always, and it drives me mental, okay, always packs a bag, she panics at the last minute and then just gets out a massive, like, sort of carrier bag and just throws everything in it rather than putting it in a proper bag or a suitcase. What do you mean? So, a, because she takes a pack. I've just sent you a picture. I've sent you a picture. You see that? Oh, my word. Oh, that, yeah, so it's yeah. Just, Everything she might need, but what happens is because she doesn't really get involved in loading the car or unloading yeah. the car on a holiday because she does more of the packing, which is fine. We've picked our jobs, yeah. But I just explained to her, that is not helpful not because yeah. it all falls out. You can't stack it, you can't put it on a trolley, you can't carry it anywhere. And then I'm just walking through like a, a hotel with a Costco bag. <laughs> Full of soft. Let's be honest, Rob. It's not full of soft toys, but it looks like it's full of soft toys. Yeah, I mean, it might as well be, to be honest. But that's yeah. got all our stuff in. You're the only people that have brought a huge cuddly leopard to a safari park. <laughs> yeah, because like, the people thing about safari parks is they don't have you know leopard yeah. teddies you can buy, do they? No, exactly. But that's been driving me mental. So the the split is Lou does the packing and you pack the car. Is that how it works in your house? Yeah, yeah. And I'll drive. And obviously she wouldn't pack like that for an aeroplane. But she, whenever we go anywhere in the UK, that's how she packs. So it's like a last minute trolley dash situation. Yeah, but what's annoying is it's always left to me to put in the car, and then oh. you can't really stack it because it all falls out in the car. Yeah. And then when we park somewhere, sometimes you've got to walk for ages and I've just got this massive shopping bag rather than a you know a holder that's got proper yeah, straps yeah, yeah, or, yeah, a, yeah. or a suitcase with wheels and she's never seen it but when we got there we had to get on this golf buggy to get to the, 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 the room it was spilling out everywhere all over the floor bouncing everywhere and I was going see and I felt it was felt so vindicated I was like see it's not useful is it <laughs> it was really I was, you know when someone's like I was yeah. really my reaction to it was well over the top of what it should yeah, be of course of course. Oh, that would do my head in, Rob. And does it come back in that bag? Yeah. Again, it's just it just falls all out, and it's it's a nightmare. But it, it does it, it does my head in. Um, basically, what I'm doing is I'm shaming her <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> well, on that, Rob. Yeah. Did you see that? You saw that message that someone had sent us that I put on Instagram of um, how they think being married to you must be. Yes. Someone. What their question was: Is marrying Rob like being in Disneyland every day to Lou? stressful and hot and then their follow-up question was what's it like what are the good and bad bits being married to a stiff neck like josh it mm. was a real kick in the teeth it is your relationship like disneyland every day rob no, no i wouldn't say it is like disneyland every day um it's it maybe the end part when you're tired and trying to get home after being on all the rides or the, all the queues um but i think though josh i don't think it's i don't think it's that's that bad i think you read that in a very high a very emotional vulnerable state yes i i, I do, the I, do realize that I was in a i was in a strange place i mean i'm still in a strange place i mean you 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 because you've been very active on instagram as well haven't you have i for you yeah like posting loads of stuff 
Oh, God, I don't even remember this. Also, as well, Lou has now got a public account. So if you listen to this and you want to follow Lou, Lou it's Lou underscore EM. And she keeps getting really... She's, she's got a notification. She can't work out a turn of notifications off. So if loads of people follow her, she gets really panicked and it drains her battery down. So I was telling everyone on Instagram to follow her. And she's got 50,000 followers now. Oh, my God. We could be the new Ramses. You could be the new Ramses, Rob. So she's getting quite anxious. She keeps asking me what I should post and keeps getting scared. Papa John's has offered her a free pizza as well for a post. <laughs> she's become an influencer. <laughs> yeah. An, an influencer that doesn't influence. A free pizza. That's a kick in the teeth, isn't it? So they said to celebrate getting 50k, how about a free pizza? She's not oh, going to do it. Word, no. But do you know what? They've got their bloody uh, promo. promo. Oh, I know, bastards. They've absolutely done you there. Fuck. Um, oh, these other couple of things that's been happening in our house, Josh. Yeah. Um, my daughter screams, I've got a problem, I've got a problem, in the middle of the night, or just before she goes to sleep, because she falls out of bed on purpose. Oh, that's annoying. And it's quite funny as you come in, because you see her in different angles, but she sort of just pretends to fall, fall out of bed. And is she, is, she in, is she in any specific danger there, Rob? Well, not really, because she's done it to herself. But at some points, her neck is perilously close to being snapped. Because she's sort of, like, her whole body weight's on her head. Yeah, yeah, that's and, if I, and I felt like if just one person pushed her down, it would snap her neck. Yeah. But I'm, obviously no one's there to do that. No, 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 of course. Of and course. I'm not asking for someone to be there to do that. Oh, Lou got told off, Josh. Yeah, by your daughters? No, 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 by, by an, an adult woman. Oh, no. You know, when you get told off by an adult woman in, 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 out in the world, it's really annoying. Yeah, yeah. So basically, and the girls go to gymnastics, and it's a really good one, they enjoy going. But it's at the local school, right? The gymnastics higher off the school. And then um, it's right by the car park, the little entrance bit. So Lou drops them off, takes dog for a walk, comes back and pick them up. And a few people do that with dogs just on leads and just mm. waiting for the girls to come out. And then, like, the head teacher come out and started having a go, going, excuse me, this is... A school, and it's Saturday morning. This is a school, and dogs are banned. They must not oh, be on site. Oh, like that. God, Proper, I'd feel so like, awful. Oh, miserable. God, that would do me. That's it for me. That's the day ruined. And then uh, Lou was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't realise. I've just taken the dog for a walk, and, you know, I'm waiting for my kids. She went, get them off site, off site immediately. And just, oh, and, and John, Lou was like, yeah, I know, but I've got to get my, I've got young children coming out, and uh, I've got to get them. And then the girls come out, and they run off to play around the corner, and she was like, leave site immediately. And then Lou was like, I can't. My children aren't with me. I can't. I, I know I know you've got. And she was like, you must leave. And Lou was like, yes, I understand. No dogs in the playground is the rule, but I cannot abandon my children. Children in this playground without saying good Do you know what? Lou stood up for herself more than I would. I'm so bad at being told off. I think I'd have just left the kids. No, Lou hates it. And, I, and when Lou was telling me this, she was like, yeah, I didn't really say it quite like that, but that's what I wish I said. So I don't know what she actually said. But just, I just sort of think they're like, you've got, if, you're, if it's a weekend and there's a dog on a lead and, and it's behaving nicely, why, why did, I understand it on a school day. Because everyone will bring dogs that we mentor. Yeah. But, like, if you're willing to profit from hiring out your hall, you've got to take on some newcomers. We, we don't know that that head teacher hasn't just undergone a course of sleeping pills and she's struggling to come <laughs> off them. But I think there's a way of doing things, isn't there? Just sort of go, oh, look, I'm really sorry. No, there's no dogs allowed on the school. Yeah. And, like, your dog's being really well behaved. But then if we let someone, we can't let them. I think it's just a way of doing they things. They love you know telling I mean? off, though, our teachers, don't they? Rob? Yeah, that's the problem. Teachers, especially primary school teachers, absolutely love it. Because they're not used to anyone talking back to them. No, and they exactly. wander around like actual little admirals of schools. Because yeah. teachers and police are the hardest people to have in an audience. 
Do you think? 100% in comedy because they're not used to being spoken to like that and being yeah, like, in like, like when you're on stage, you're in charge of that sort of communication, aren't you? And yeah. they have to sit and be quiet and they're used to the ones talking, the teachers and police. Yeah, of course. Of That's course. not all teachers and police. I had some police, police officer in, in the other day, absolute dog filth scum, but he was a nice guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oink, oink, piggy, piggy. Um, but that is a nice enough guy. <laughs> Oh, did you ever get in trouble with the police, Rob? No, up? I was I was pretty good actually, to be yeah, honest. I was, I was very well. I was a, I was a good boy. Um, and, and unlike my uh, youngest daughter, who came home from school um, the other day and said that um, she'd been showing her boobs to her friend. Whoa! Which was worrying. They're only four, but they were showing each other four. their boobs. But the friend was a boy, and he showed it. He showed <laughs> her his boobs. I don't think it's a fair trade-off. No, exactly. <laughs> He's he's worked out an absolute life hack there, hasn't he? He's a, he's gonna be on Love Island in twenty years time. <laughs> um, oh, I've got an idea of some photos I want sent in for the podcast to put on yeah, our Instagram. On. One big blazers, big blazers. It's coming up. It's coming up to September time in the next few months. Like you know, oh, the, yeah. sorry, the, I people thought you like people who smoked weed. Sorry, no, no, no. <laughs> big blazers. Yeah, like any photos of Snoop Dogg? <laughs> Have you heard of a man called Snoop Doggy Dog? No, but, but you know, like, because people have to start buying the school uniforms in about July, August for the start in September. And I remember at school, there was this one kid, his mum bought a blazer from him in year seven. And I swear he still had it in year 11 just because it was so big. <laughs> Growing space in a blazer yeah. is something that is spoken about a lot when you buy a blazer. So yeah. if you've got any photos of you as a kid in a blazer that was way too big, that you actually, not wearing your dad's one, one you actually wore to school because your mum said you'd grow into it, please can I have some big blazers? Or big jumpers or big shirts or any of those. Yeah, things. like it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, no, actually just blazers, Josh. Back <laughs> just off from blazers. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, so two big, big uniform where you've got yeah. it to grow into and then small uniform when you're in year 11 and you've got like one yeah. more week of term left and your mum's left you in them ankles swingers because she's like i'm not buying you another pair of trousers you can six form next year <laughs> so big uniform small uniform did please. you have did you have bad uniform rob my mum was all pretty good actually to be honest um but um there was this one kid and his blazer was so it looked like he'd borrowed it off an orangutan <laughs> the sleeves just swang what were your shoes when you're at school did you have the cool shoes not really. Then I didn't have uncle ones, sort of like Marks and Spencers. I think I had a pair of kickers. Oh, I had a pair of kickers, mate. But also in my school, it was all people had Gucci loafers. Did they? But like some fake, some real. But yeah. the real ones are all, all stolen. People had Gucci loafers at your school. Yeah, but Bromley's a bit Essexy. Who did you go to school with, Tamara Eccleston? Like, what's going? Like, no, but they weren't real. It weren't real. Oh. It, a lot of it was fake. Oh, but because they were the shoes in South East London, Essex, a Gucci loafer was the shoe. So that their dad would have probably a proper pair, but they'd get fake ones from like Turkey on holiday or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And but it was very smart and grown up, like my school. Oh really? And, yeah, it's a bit like Essex. Like you know, you see. Taught me through Mufti Day, Rob. Who's that? Mufti Day, a non-uniform day. Sorry. Oh, non uniform oh, unclosed day. Devon slang that Mufti Day. We used to call it unclosed day. And then I always go, but the, but the uniform is my clothes. I don't borrow them. I bought them. And I was so funny at school. 
<laughs> when we were younger, it would have been football kits. Everyone would just yeah. like, would yeah, have worn a football kit. Yeah. And then when we got a bit old, like 15, 16, it would have been Gucci loafers, a lot of Lacoste and Ralph Lauren pastel-coloured polo shirts. Oh, wow. Um, a lot of people would go to America and buy it from outlets and then come and sell it. There's a lot of, like, dodgy gear knocking about. Like, What were you wearing, Rob? I had a Ralph Lauren polo shirt that I absolutely loved, but my dad shrunk and then tried to stretch it and he ripped a hole in it. I remember that. <laughs> And then a pair of brown, like, loafers. It was a lot of loafers, oh, no man. socks, Ralph and polo shirt. Wow. So you were what dressed you for wearing? a night out. We would have been trainers Spliff, at that point. Spliffy jeans. Yes, mate. Really? I'd said that as a joke. I know. Year, year eight, I had the full spliffy outfit. No jeans way, really? and jacket. Yeah. Big blazer. Talk about big blazer. Oh, lovely, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, big, what about um, Jan Sport? Jan Sport backpack? No, I had a Nike, Nike Air backpack. What trainers were you wearing? Uh, Nike Airs and then some Adidas. Yeah, I can remember that. I, I'd only have one pair of trainers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you had one, I'd, one trainers for like going out and playing in and one trainers for best. For best? When were you, what were you doing? Going up west to taking a show? <laughs> no, but if we were going out somewhere to like birthday parties, something, you'd have a nice pair of trainers that you couldn't play football in. Yeah, right. Okay, and then you'd yeah, have yeah, your yeah. scruffy ones and then your school shoes. Yeah, yeah, of course. That was it. Of course. And, and I couldn't believe it. When I started working in London, people would go like, I remember I worked in this office and I went, oh, they were going somewhere and they went, oh, you'll need your hiking boots. And I was like, let's see if anyone's got any fucking hiking boots like knocking about. <laughs> but people did. Because I didn't realise, I wrote about this in my first book, I didn't realise that basically when you work in class and you sort of live in like London, you don't realise that to do certain things, there's proper outfits. So yeah. like, if you go on a big walk, you need a pair of like waterproof hiking boots or walking shoes and like yeah. waterproof trousers. I'd just go in a pair of shorts and trainers and be soaking wet and just thought everyone got wet feet when they went for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know my favourite bit of that, Rob? Is Rob Beckett saying the phrase, I wrote about this in my first book. Like your your William Shakespeare. Actually, it it brings me back to my first book. Um, (laughs) Yes, the Sunday Times bestseller. I say that to Lou sometimes. When I'm going to write this book, I'll just like, I'm chatting to her. I'm like, sorry, Lou, I've just got to pop up. Just an author getting on with his day. And she goes, fuck off. (laughs) Just an author just taking the world in and trying to put it in a book for people to enjoy. (laughs) I, author Beckett. Oh, I tell you what, Rob. Yeah. I, I, I'm looking for your tips on this because this is Kent. Okay. Yeah. So I'll be back by the time uh, this has gone out. But we're off right. to Whitstable. Oh, it's lovely, Whitstable. What should I do with the family in Whitstable? How long are you there for? Three nights. Have you got a car or are you just getting the train there and back? Driving. It's only an hour from my house. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Whitstable's lovely. Oysters. Do you like oysters? Well, I don't eat oysters, Rob. Okay. Rose, does she like them? Well, um, we want... No, I don't think she does. Cause we well, want don't, get bog, for, don't get bogged down by the oysters. It's just... Okay, it's not, okay. there's, there's, other, there's other food. We once went for dinner. There was four of us. And they, they yeah. brought out three oysters. And one of us was allergic to oysters. Rose didn't like oysters. And I don't eat oysters because I'm vegetarian. They're and not I'm, animals. They are animals. Come on now. You've got to draw the line somewhere, mate. And there's no <laughs> way. Leave it out. Fucking oysters and animal. You've got to count it as an animal, haven't you? It's you drawing it, the line? It's like it's like the, a fish has coughed something out. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, I'll eat that then. That sounds great. <laughs> anyway, though, Whitstable, I'd say Whitstable's lovely and very chilled. You might get a little bit bored there with the kids, but don't worry, because 20 minutes down the road is Margate. Peter's Fish and Chips in Margate is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And also, there's got loads of cool little bars around the edge. It's a sandy beach as well, so the kids might like that more. What's the there's beach lo- in Whitstable? A pebble. You've got to be effing kidding me, haven't you? 
Yeah, you will not be sat on the beach with the kids in Winstable. Oh, You'll be for driving the love for that. of God. I don't think they should be allowed anymore. They'd need to break these pebbles up and make them sandy, these pebble beaches, <laughs> don't they? That, what a concept that would be. <laughs> if I was if I was running for PM, I'd go every Pebble Beach are going to make Sandy, and I would win a landslide. No pun well, intended. Imagine what that do to the tourism industry. Yeah, exactly. Let's make Britain work. Let's make Britain worse. Rob, let's be honest. Yeah. The beach in Brighton can absolutely do one. Oh, it's that dreadful, isn't it? It's That's so uncomfortable. Why I, I do think though, sometimes seaside towns with pebbly beaches means the town's better because they've had to put more effort in. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Where it's sandy, they think, oh, they'll be on the beach. Who cares? Yeah, you might as well not have a beach. Do you know what I mean? What's the point of having a stony beach? Well, what started out as a great bit of PR for Whitstable has really turned. Sorry, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give my review next week because I'm looking forward to it as a place to go. But the news that it's pebbly. I once went to the beach. And I was going to, I can't remember where I was going. And um, I said to my dad, who'd been before, I said, is it pebbly or is it sandy? And he said, it depends where you draw the line. And I was like, what, between a pebble and a grain of sand? <laughs> like, <laughs> how, 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 what, how? There's no beach where you're like, I can't tell whether this is a stone or a piece of sand, is there? <laughs> Um, well, I, what I'd say is, though, half an hour away, 25 minutes, is Margate, and they've got a place called Dreamland, which is... Oh, um, so Rob. Got, no, I've heard of Dreamland, Margate. Isn't it, isn't it, like, really, really edgy? No, it's not. It's So, basically, Margate is half a bit, like, rough, and also really hipstery and cool, and loads of good stuff there. So, if you go to there, I'd massively recommend that. The kids will love it. It's got Sandy Beach. Go there for the day, Sandy Beach, Peter's Fish and Chips, and then go to Dreamland Margate, and it's loads of fun rides that the kids will love, and it's all been done up. But, honestly, it's great. You'll love it. Okay, like, I'll let Noel you know Noel Gallagher's done goes. gigs there, and the Libertines, and Tom Grennan. It's well, like a venue. I know it's the Libertines Hotel there. I read an interview yeah. with Pete Doherty yesterday. He's been banned from his own hotel. Has he? Yeah. Why? He got banned for bringing too many undesirables into the Libertines Hotel. Oh, no. And if imagine the Libertines calling them undesirables. Do you know what, Rob? It yeah. feels very stressful to be that free. Do you know what I mean? To live life with that amount of freedom. I was reading the interview... And I thought, I couldn't deal with this. This is stressful. He goes out with the interviewer to take the dog for a walk, comes back, he's left the car running for an hour. I couldn't <laughs> deal with that. Not with this petrol prices. Oh, I've got a child. <laughs> Hello. What do you want? You are right? You're hungry? Okay, right, I'll get you something to eat in a minute. Do you want to come and say hello to Josh? Come and say hello. Hello. You're about to hear it. Just shout hello, Josh. Hello, Josh. There hello. we go. Hello, how are you? He said, how are you? You good? You're hungry? Right, do you want to go and get a snack? And I'll see you in a minute. Do they make their own snacks? They don't make their own snacks. They access their own snacks. But there is a there is a there's a tier system of snacks. There's healthier snacks on tap. Yeah. We're talking fruit, like yeah. crackers, stuff like that. Yeah. Then there's a little separate treat slash snack stuff that's like Haribo or crisps yeah. and things like that. But the, but somehow the normal crisps have made their way into the accessible snacks, which means oh, an Lord. absolute crisp tsunami last week oh, where man. I literally was walking through like empty crisp packets like it was leaves in autumn. <laughs> what a lovely image. <laughs> Beautiful image. Well, you know, as an author, I've got away with words. Of course you've got to. You've got, you're working on your second book, haven't you, Rob? <laughs> Um, so yeah, definitely go Dreamland for the day, and you'll like it. But right. going for the day is nice, and then you can go back to Whitstable. Um, right? Should we do a um, small business shout out? Oh, okay, cool. Here's one. Hi guys, I have a small business based in Lanarkshire, yeah. Scotland. How do you say? It? Is it Lanarkshire? Lanarkshire. Lanarkshire. 
Lanarkshire. Yeah. Lanarkshire, Scotland, providing TP parties for young kids. I cover birthday sleepovers, communions and weddings. I imagine bar mitzvahs too. Any occasion where keeping young ones amused and happy matters. I would love a small business shout out. Here we go. 40winktps.co.uk. Can't wait to come and see you guys in Manchester next year. All the best, Shirley. Oh, these are quite cool for like a kid's birthday. They're like little teepees that you can put in your house, like in the front room nice. or like in their bedroom. And you can have like, oh, they can do like one or two or loads. They're really cute. Oh, that's great for a sleepover. Yeah, so that's 40winkstps.co.uk, based up in Scotland there. Hello, my name is Amy, and I've just caught up listening to all your podcasts. Thank you for making me laugh while I've been listening at work. I have two children of my own. One has autism, so it brings its own challenges. I would love a small business shout out. I am from the East Midlands. We started setting up children's party hire gazebos last year. It's two very similar businesses in different parts <laughs> of the country, Rob. That's oh, the that's beauty good, of it. We're covering you know, the full yeah. country. Countries. Uh, we started setting up children's party hire gazebos last year when the government started letting people socialise in gardens. We created many themes. Our most popular theme has been, of course, the dinosaurs. My website is www.bypersonalrequest.com bypersonalrequest.com Where are they based? East Midlands. Okay, so that's your TPs sorted and gazebo sorted for Scotland and the East Midlands. There Thank we us go. later. Josh, I'll see you on Friday. Hopefully you won't be sad. Oh, I really hope not. <laughs> right, see you then. See Bye. you then. <laughs> Catherine Ryan on Friday. I'll tell you what's upset me now. Why is it £2.50 to cross the Dartford Crossing? It's a bridge. You don't actually have to pay £2.50 to cross a bridge. I'd rather swim. And also, why do you get fined when you forget to pay it? You have to remember to pay it. You are getting fined for failing a memory test. It should be illegal. I tell you what I can't stand. Loud typists in cafes on trains. How hard do you need to hit the keyboard? Sounds like you're smashing it with a sledgehammer. What about people that <laughs> run down the park with their prams? What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> yoga in public. Stop it. These are the sort of things that upset us. And we talk about them on our podcast, What's Upset You Now, which is back every Tuesday and Thursday. We have a guest on every Tuesday and previous guests have included... Romish Ranganathan, Catherine Ryan, Jack D, Rob Beckett, Stuart Lee, Mark Lamar. Out every Tuesday and Thursday, wherever you usually get your podcast, What's Upset You Now is back. Hello, I'm Tom Crane. And I'm Simran Shah. And we're the hosts of the new food and comedy podcast, My Favourite Takeaway, where each week we're invited into the home of a celebrity guest to share their favourite takeaway, exactly as they'd normally have it. We'll be trying it all, from Peruvian street food slouched on James A. Castor's L-shaped sofa. To an Antiguan feast huddled around Andy Oliver's dinner table. Via an alfresco Indian takeaway sat in Tom Allen's garden. And we also want to hear from you, the listener. Your takeaway disasters. Your weird habits. And your personal takeaways takeaway recommendations you can follow us on insta my favorite takeaway podcast on twitter at fave takeaway pod or you can email us hello at my favorite takeaway podcast.com and don't forget to subscribe like and share my favorite takeaway the podcast for anyone who loves food but can't always be bothered to cook it available on all podcast platforms now Hello, Tom Allen here. And Susie Ruffle. We have a podcast called Like-Minded Friends. It's very much a celebration of, I don't know, what would you say, Sue's being queer? Being queer, but also chit-chat. There's loads of straight people that love it, so I think that you should come along and listen to it. There's something for everybody. It's been described as white noise for gays, but also we had a lovely section about Glade plugins. <laughs> 
So why don't you listen to it? Search Like-Minded Friends wherever you get your podcasts. That sounded quite professional, didn't it? Mm.